0: Hi again, and welcome back to Seattle Learning Academy's American English pronunciation podcast. My name is Mandy, and this is our 157th episode. We've had a lot of people asking us to do a special podcast for French speakers lately, so here it is. The transcript page for this lesson is especially important because I'll add links there for all the lessons on pronunciation that can help you with these issues. You can find all of our episode's transcripts by going to www.pronuncian.com podcast. For this episode, just click episode 157. Also, lessons with exercises, quizzes, and audio for everything that I talk about here regarding vowels and consonants is in our book Pronunciation Pages 2. You can find information about both the physical and ebook format by visiting our products page at pronuncian.com. If you want all of your practice to be online, exercises, quizzes, and videos for everything I'll talk about in this episode is available to our pronunciation.com subscribers. English really is a quite difficult language for native French speakers to pronounce. When speaking a language that is not your first language, a concept called interference occurs. Interference is when characteristics of your first language are used when pronouncing a non-native language, even if those first language characteristics don't exist in the non-native language. French speakers tend to have a lot of interference when they are speaking English so it can take a lot of practice to acquire new language characteristics. Here are the top 10 most troublesome pronunciation issues for native French speakers when speaking English. Number one, one of the most troublesome aspects of French pronunciation interfering with English pronunciation is in rhythm. English rhythm is based on syllable stress. Although English does have a lot of patterns to help learners understand syllable stress, it still is much more irregular than the patterns of French. French speakers need to pay special attention to the suffix-derived stress patterns of English. This includes the pattern that words that include the t-i-o-n, sion, or I-C suffix are stressed one syllable before the suffix. Once you understand that, don't forget that many TION, SION, and I-C suffix words can also have A-L and A-L-L-Y added to them, and the stressed syllable does not move. So classic can become classical or classically. The stress always falls one syllable before the I-C. The A-T-E and I-T-Y suffix-derived stress patterns are usually a little more difficult to grasp because these words are stressed three syllables from the end. All of these patterns are very worthwhile for native French speakers to understand. Number two. While the first part of understanding English rhythm is getting syllable stress correct, the second part of rhythm is learning to reduce unstressed syllables. Sorry, French speakers, but this is also something that you tend to have a lot of trouble with. This means that you need to pay extra special attention to schwa as well as the syllabic consonants. Syllabic consonants include the syllabic N, syllabic L, and schwa plus R. There is no vowel sound in a syllable that has a syllabic consonant. Again, I'll link to all the lessons on pronuncian.com to help you learn more about syllabic consonants, schwa, the tion, sion, i-c, i-t-y, and the a-t-e suffix derived stress patterns from this episode's transcript page. Enough about rhythm. Let's talk about vowel sounds. Number three, native French speakers substitute the short I sound with the long E sound. The short I sounds like I and the long E sounds like e. This is the difference between the words still and steal and lick and leak. Number four. The short A is usually troublesome for native French speakers, especially if you've had a lot of British influence during your English language learning. The short A sounds like a, and is in the words cat, fast, and class. Number five. Native French speakers also have trouble differentiating between the other U, uh, as in put, and the OO sound, u, as in soon. Some minimal pairs that can help with this issue are pull, pool, hood, hood, hood is the contraction of who had or who would, and look, luke. Luke is the name, L-U-K-E. Number six. Finally, the A-W sound, aw, can also cause problems for native French speakers. Be careful with words like the following, boss, dog, lost. It is also good if you can differentiate between the aw sound, aw, and the short o sound, ah. Notice the difference between the words caught, cot and stalk, stock. Now switching to consonants. Number seven, native French speakers have trouble with both the voiced and unvoiced th sounds. Most other languages that have problems with these sounds substitute the D sound for the voiced TH, so then is pronounced den, and the T sound for the unvoiced TH, so think is pronounced tink. French speakers, however, often use a Z sound in place of the voiced TH, and an S sound in place of the unvoiced TH. This means that then is pronounced zen, and think is pronounced sink. This less common substitution makes the French accent distinctive among the non-native accents of English. Also, since it is not a common substitution, it can fatigue your listener a bit more since they need to use more effort to translate the sound into the appropriate word. Number eight. Native French speakers tend to drop the H sound off of words, replacing it with a glottal stop. For instance, the sentence, I had some, will become, I add some. Learning to produce just enough H sound takes a lot of practice, but it is doable and can soften your accent quite a lot. Number nine. English has two sounds that are affricates, the CH sound and the J sound. To properly create an affricate, the tongue must be used to completely stop the air for a tiny amount of time. The air is then released with friction. The release of the CH sound is like an SH sound, and the release of a J sound is like a ZH sound. French speakers tend to create just the released sound and not the entire affricate. This means that the word chip is pronounced as ship. Number 10, French speakers also need to be careful with making clear, accurate R sounds in English. Again, if your English background has been British English, you may have been taught to not include the R sound after vowel sounds. In American English, the R sound is pronounced. So not only do French speakers learning American English pronunciation need to remember to include the R sound, they also need to learn to pronounce it using the English R sound, er. We have included r controlled vowel lessons and lists with our pronunciation material to help those of you who have learned British English and now want to be able to also speak with a more American accent. I know that sounds like a lot of issues, but with practice, you can make dramatic improvements in how much your listeners understand without needing to ask you to repeat yourself. A French accent is one of those accents that native English speakers often like to hear So keeping some accent does a favor to those of us who find listening to it to be very beautiful. You can play with your speech and learn what level of English pronunciation perfection provides the balance between still sounding like a native French speaker and being easier to comprehend when you're speaking English. As I said before... I'll link to all of the pronuncian.com lessons that can help you with these issues from this episode's transcript page. Just go to www.pronuncian.com slash podcast. Pronuncian is spelled P-R-O-N-U-N-C-I-A-N. That's all for today, everyone. This has been a Seattle Learning Academy digital publication. Seattle Learning Academy is where the world comes to learn. Thanks for listening, and good luck. Bye-bye.